deciding up front, like what are the parameters of what's an acceptable sponsorship is really important. And so that alignment between the board and the leadership of the nonprofit uh, to, to identify like what's a good sponsor and what's not upfront is really important. And then there's the mechanics of sponsorship. It's determining what are the assets that you're going to offer a sponsor? How are you going to offer it? What events are included in that offering? All those things and piecing together that program, including pricing. What are the, what's the pricing that you're going to ask? Um, these are some of the things that a nonprofit will go through as it begins a sponsorship program. Hi everyone, Tristan McIver here, Program Advisor at AMC NPO Solutions. On this episode of the Strategic Nonprofit, we will uncover the most important factors for nonprofits to consider when choosing a corporate sponsor. I've invited Ken Unger to join me on the podcast. Ken is the president and founder of Charge, a company that focuses on unlocking the power of sponsorships to enhance brands and grow the businesses of the sales workforce and nonprofit space alike. Using one guiding principle, leave your clients better than you found them. Ken's clients and collaborators have included Honda, GM, the LA Dodgers, Disney, Microsoft, and 50 plus professional athletes in the NFL, NASCAR, and IndyCar. In his own words, Ken has embarked on a weirdly diverse career, sticking to following his passions and taking opportunities when they present themselves. Welcome to the Strategic Nonprofit. How are you doing today? Great, Trista. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I really appreciate the fact that uh, you're joining us today. And um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your company, Charge? Sure. I'm a sponsorship consultant. I'm the president of Charge. We are a sponsorship consulting firm. We're based in Indianapolis, but we uh, have clients all over North America and provide sponsorship counseling for both buyers and sellers of sponsorship. Mm, that's perfect. So what is, um, what is the purpose of sponsorship? Can you explain that a little bit for our listeners? Yeah, sure. Um, so sponsorship is a form of marketing where um, two organizations are promoting each other. But yeah. in the case of, of sponsorship, a sponsor is paying for the right to use a property's intellectual property, their logo, their name, their likeness, for the purpose of promoting the sponsor's products and services. So uh, it's really kind of a rental uh, of um, logos and IP for the benefit of both mm -hmm. because the sponsor is also promoting the property as well. So it's kind of that win-win in marketing. Perfect. Thank you. So, you know, if we, a lot of not-for-profits look for grants. So what is the difference between um, donations, I guess, like sponsorship and then the grants? Yeah, so among the important revenue streams uh, for nonprofits, and we, we work with nonprofits, it's, it's sponsorship about um, anywhere from 10 to 30% of the market is, is nonprofit corporate sponsorship. And so nonprofits generally look at three um, revenue streams that are, are very important, obviously donation and grants, and then there's sponsorship. So the difference is that a donation is the receipt of a contribution from a donor without expectation of promotion. So the donor is giving for the sake of the cause. Mm -hmm. 
And really, that's the beginning and end of the motivation uh, for the contribution. A grant is when you're receiving money, um, usually for a specific earmarked for a specific purpose from a government, from a foundation uh, to help, again, to, to help promote the cause. Sponsorship is different in the sense that um, a sponsor is looking for recognition. Uh, that's the definition of sponsorship where uh, the sponsorship, the sponsor is looking for some form of promotion from the nonprofit in exchange for the sponsor paying the nonprofit a rights fee. So again, the nonprofit is receiving revenue, but there's a quid pro quo here that doesn't exist with donation, right? So the sponsor is looking for promotion. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for um, the clarification between the three there. Sure. So if there's a, I guess, is there a way to start a, a sponsorship type of program within a not-for-profit or how, what would that look like? Yeah. You know, so not-for-profit nonprofits come to us looking to start a program. They, they don't have ex experience in it. And so there's, there's some initial criteria that, you know, we, we discuss uh, with nonprofits that want to start a program. So for instance, are they market ready or are they sponsorship ready? And that means, is there a marketing program that they use every day, you know, 365, uh, 365 days a year? Can that marketing program be used to promote a sponsor? So do you have a social media strategy? Do you have a PR strategy? Is your website really robust? Do you give, um, do you do a, a newsletter to um, donors or uh, members if you're in a nonprofit association? Because the sponsor is looking to piggyback on the nonprofit's marketing. So if the nonprofit has a strong marketing program, it will have a strong sponsorship program because it's delivering that sponsor's messages through their, their marketing. So it's really important that their marketing be as, as strong as possible before they go to market to, to sell sponsorship. But another thing about um, nonprofits that's unique is the importance to create a sponsorship policy right at the outset of a sponsorship program. Mm -hmm. So a sponsorship policy is when the leadership of the nonprofit, the professional leadership and the board uh, of the nonprofit agree on the parameters of what makes a good sponsor and what does not make a good sponsor. So for example, you know, a nonprofit is an advocacy organization at its core. And so it can't have its credibility um, tarnished because then it becomes less effective as an advocate. So what types of sponsors um, are appropriate? So if, for example, um, your nonprofit is uh, dedicated to health, you might not want to uh, be aligned with food manufacturers that, that make foods that are not quite healthy. And so... <laughs> Deciding up front, like what are the parameters of what's an acceptable sponsorship is really important. And so that alignment between the board and the leadership of the nonprofit uh, to, to identify like what's a good sponsor and what's not up front is really important. And then there's the mechanics of sponsorship. It's determining what are the assets that you're going to offer a sponsor how are you going to offer it? What events are included in that offering? All those things and piecing together that program, including pricing. 
what are the what's the pricing that you're going to ask um, these are some of the things that a nonprofit will go through as it begins a sponsorship program i see i see so you you talked about policies uh, around that so would there be i mean you kind of touched on a few of them some do's and don'ts would there be anything else that you would um, suggest as a, a really good guideline for for um, them in regards to um, you know gaining sponsorship? Yeah, I think it's important, and this is a discussion that you have openly within the staff and with the board. the The essence of sponsorship is that the property, in this case, the nonprofit, is solving a problem for the sponsor, and so. You know, in the normal nonprofit conversation, it's about your cause, right? So it's it's about my cause as an organization, and how can what you're doing as a donor further impact um, aligning with my cause? So it's really the conversation is about you know the purpose of the nonprofit. That's not necessarily the case with sponsorship, right? It, in a sponsorship relationship, it's about solving the problem of the sponsor. It's kind of reverse of kind of the donation uh, discussion. So it's getting familiar with that dynamic and learning ways to discuss that upfront that are really important. And that's kind of the mindset that we, we help train our nonprofit clients to, to understand and to become familiar with that. And again, the nonprofit's not selling out. The nonprofit is not like, you know, shamelessly plugging the products of the sponsor. But it is creating this relationship where there's a win-win, right? So if the sponsor wants to enhance their brand image, the nonprofit is finding ways of promotion to help that sponsor enhance their brand image. It's a, Again, it's a flip from the fundraising and donation dynamic where it's about the cause. Some of the pitfalls include, and we talked about that in, in establishing a policy, it's having the wrong partner. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because again, the nonprofit, the one thing it can't do is it can't sacrifice its credibility. Uh, it has to maintain kind of, you know, you know, the highest level of credibility in terms of being an advocate. So a sponsorship can't tarnish that at all. Um, the other thing is kind of not understanding the dynamics of how to sell sponsorship. So it's achieving, what, however you receive it, it it's, it's training um, your staff in the art of selling sponsorship. Because like, you know, just like fundraising, fundraising can be very time intensive. And so is sponsorship. You know, nothing worthwhile comes to anyone for free and with little or no effort. So kind of knowing what you're doing by learning that skill, because like sponsorship is just like being a great athlete or being a great chef. Um, you don't become great at sponsorship innately. <laughs> You're not born to it. It's a skill set that you develop over time. So uh, a con is, you know, kind of a, an organization, nonprofit or otherwise, rushing into sponsorship without properly preparing. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Now, if um, an organization is going to have, say, a gala, you know, for a fundraising type of um, aspect, uh, what is the difference between um, sponsor sponsorship and, let's say, advertising? There's yeah, great, great question. And <laughs> I generally describe it this way. So 
advertising is when I tell you that I'm great. And sponsorship is when my sponsorship partner tells you that I'm great. Yes. So there's this third party credibility, right? Third party validation where you're more likely to believe that message because someone else is telling you that I'm great than me myself doing that. So in the context of a, of a charitable gala, if, if the uh, one-way relationship exists where the nonprofit is merely like, for example, displaying the logo of the, the so-called sponsor, because they're really an advertiser, then that's advertisement. <clears throat> if the, if there's a two-way relationship or promotion, mm -hmm. right, then that's a sponsorship. So the, like the litmus test that I look at, like with a gala sponsorship is, does the sponsor have the information about the gala on their website? Mm. Right. They'll show up at the gala. The sponsor will show up at the gala and get thanked and their, their logo will be there. But if they haven't promoted the gala, then it's not really a sponsorship. It's, it's, advertisement and sometimes the conf where the confusion exists is it's not even advertisement it's really a donation disguised as as a as a marketing platform and so when there's really that co-promotion that's when a sponsorship exists in a gala you know trista there's another thing about um gala sponsorships i wanted to mention because it's a it's a pet peeve of mine if you're listening and you do engage in gala sponsorships don't offer these tiered packages of gold, silver, and bronze. I see this all the time in charitable galas. Yeah. And the, the reason is if it's really sponsorship, it needs to be customized to the challenge that the sponsor has. Because when I see people selling three tiers of sponsorship, it's like if I were a shoe store and I'm only going to sell three sizes of shoes, and I'm telling people, well, I'm going to offer size seven, size nine, and size 13. And if it doesn't fit, well, sorry. <laughs> so that the gold, silver, and, and bronze tiers of packages, that, that should be yesterday's way of selling either advertising or sponsorship. Really, to the extent possible, it should be customized to the needs of your marketing partner. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that at different functions where it's got that that tier system and it's, you know, the the understanding of what, you know, are they more important because they've donated more or yeah, it's, it makes sense what you're saying is kind of just have it out there, either put it as a tiered, not so much of a tiered system. But uh, maybe they get a bigger logo. <laughs> something. It's a, yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, the, the, the tiers are done for convenience, right? But they don't really make a lot of sense from a marketing perspective. And in order to have like repeat business and repeat sponsors and even repeat advertisers, it's about the impact. It's about the ROI that you get, and that should come from kind of tailoring the package to what the you know the the, the sponsor needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely the ROI for sure. So was there anything else that, uh, that you um, want to share about sponsorship that uh, you haven't touched on already yet? Yeah, you know, the interesting thing for sponsorship in the nonprofit area is there's a trend that's building steam over time. And I wanted to, to, to mention that um, mm -hmm. to your audience. So there, I call it purpose-driven sponsorship. So classic traditional sponsorship is, 
is when two parties promote each other and they promote each other for generally commercial ends. But what's happened is, is and this is around what used to be called um, CSR, corporate social responsibility, and now more commonly called ESG, you know, environmental sustainability and, govern and governance. And, and really the trend is, is that consumers are expecting companies, brands to act in a socially responsible way. And so over the last decade, this has picked up steam where like consumers look at governments around the world who they feel have abdicated their responsibility to act in a socially responsible way. So consumers kind of turn to companies because they have direct influence through purchase power. And I've said, we want you to act in a socially responsible way. And there's been some interesting survey data I've seen it both in the U.S. and Canada, where 86% um, of consumers will report that they will buy a product or service from a brand that matches their values, that promotes their values. And about 72% of consumers report that they will not buy goods or services from a company or a brand that does not reflect their values. So... That, that's a trend where consumers are telling brands that they're going to vote with their wallets in terms of social responsibility. Well, what does that mean? Well, now companies have to, have to demonstrate that they are acting in a socially responsible way. And if you remember a little earlier, I talked about that anecdote where advertising is, I'm telling you that I'm great. Well, companies can't like toot their own horn and say, hey, we are socially responsible. We are socially responsible because consumers are less likely to, to believe it. But in sponsorship, I, I mentioned that your partner is telling the audience that you're great, that you're socially responsible and all that. Well, enter the nonprofit. So if a company that is, wants to demonstrate its alliance with a certain cause finds a nonprofit that is aligned with that same cause, then a purpose-driven sponsorship can exist where this co-promotional relationship helps both parties, right? So the, the brand is paying the, the, the nonprofit a rights fee and the nonprofit is aligning with the um, company that is trying to further its own cause. So for example, if a company is trying to um, promote that it's putting its products in recycled packaging, and that it's trying to create a circular economy where not only is its packaging made from recycled materials, but it can then be recycled again. Well, that's, that, that's kind of made for a relationship, a purpose-driven sponsorship of a recycling not for a nonprofit, a nonprofit that's dedicated to recycling. That's a perfect circumstance where the two organizations can work together and promote each other's goals. It, it helps the brand because then they are, they're enhancing their image with consumers that believe that sustainability is important in terms of their purchase decisions. So that I, that trend has, has continued to build up steam. What we've seen during the COVID-19 pandemic, it, it has accelerated because people are really expecting companies to give back in terms of how much suffering there's been worldwide in terms of the pandemic. Consumers are looking for companies to make a difference. So we expect that the pace of purpose-driven sponsorship will only increase for nonprofits. This is an opportunity for nonprofits to, to, to um, find new and enhanced revenue streams in, in sponsorship.
That is some really, really great advice. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, pur purpose-driven for sure. Um, those partnerships, that makes so, so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what, Ken, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If our listeners want to learn more about you and your company and your books, books, I guess there's a couple of them. <laughs> How can they learn about that? Yeah, so if, if you'd like, actually, for your audience, we've created some free materials that, that can help your audience, including um, a, a nonprofit corporate resource directory. Um, it could be obtained uh, for free at chargesponsorship.com backslash free stuff, one word free stuff. Um, or if you want to learn more about, about how our agency helps nonprofits, you could find us at chargesponsorship.com. Our book, um, Sponsorship Strategy, Practical Approaches to Powerful Sponsorship, can be found on Amazon. So uh, worldwide, you can order our book from Amazon and have it delivered either um, in paperback or in Kindle. That's great. Thank you so much. And we'll have all of uh, the information in our show notes as well. Thank you, Trista. It was great to be here. Thanks, Ken. And to get in touch with me, you can find me on LinkedIn by looking up Trista McIver. And you can reach out to me on our website, amcmposolutions.com, where I'm happy to help organizations with governance training, strategic planning, and bylaw reviews. Take care, everyone. And I hope you'll tune in to the next episode of The Strategic Nonprofit. Thank you.